Welcome everybody to episode 72 of High Tech on the Low. I'm sitting here with Ori Menor Zuckerman, CEO and founder of Substrata in the studio. I feel like it's like a big circle coming together and I'm really excited to have you here. So first of all, everyone, we are always sponsored by Front Team with our six different uh, verticals, 12 different communities and 3,000 members all looking to connect. And Ori, today is a really cool and exciting moment for you, Ori, CEO and founder of Substrata. And you're going to get to tell us a little bit more what that means. So I give the floor to you. What is Substrata and who is Ori Manor Zuckerman? Ori Manor Zuckerman, yeah, I'm uh, an entrepreneur. Uh, second time or even uh, uh, third, uh, I previously founded Discover Cloud, a B2B SaaS marketplace, and then you know me, um, a sales tech, uh, sales intelligence company that was acquired by WeWork in 2017. And today, as you mentioned, I'm leading uh, Substrata. I, uh, I live in Tel Aviv, uh, married plus one. That's about it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it's really exciting to have you here. And, you know, we're going to kind of just dive right into everything a little bit and open up this new world of what I love to what you've termed and what everyone seems to term was a social signal processing and nonverbal communication analysis, we can call it. So first, what is Substrata doing and what is Substrata about in this world? Substrata is all about subtext, analyzing subtext, the implied meaning of communication and in the context of seller buyer dynamics. So in a nutshell, we help deal makers, salespeople become more attuned, more aware to subtleties and nuances that can make or break a deal. And these nuances can um, can be mostly nonverbal sometimes. Uh, is it mainly nonverbal, or is it like what have you guys seen? So a lot of them, uh, a lot of those nuances are nonverbal or pragmatic, and some of these uh, nuances are more semantic, okay. verbal. Okay. Yeah. So interesting. So there's kind of like this nice balance between both the verbal and the nonverbal. What do you think, though, in your opinion, is more definitive of the actual deal being signed? Is it the nonverbal or the verbal? That's an interesting question. We see communication as a think of a sphere with three layers. Okay. Um, the outer layer, like the earth uh, crust. It's gonna just say is, that it's kind of like the the mantle and the crust and the core, right? You know. Yeah. So that's the syntax that's okay. the, the face value of the language that's what we say mm -hmm. everybody can learn a language but if you really want to know what's the meaning behind it you got to go deeper mm -hmm. um, the, the middle layer is called semantics or right. contextual meaning okay and that's also really important a lot of technologies are being developed as we speak to understand semantics but there's even a, a deeper level of meaning that would be like the core uh -huh. um, made of out of metal okay and that's pragmatics pragmatics okay. is the interpersonal or social meaning uh-huh so it means um what things mean from uh, a social perspective hierarchies mm. power dynamics okay sentiment uh-huh uh, so kind of more of the social element of language in a sense the interpersonal yeah. interpersonal yeah, yeah yeah interesting so it's kind of like how we more interact with each other not just like when i say hello and you say hello, yes, I understand you're saying hello, but if I say hello in a different way or you say it to me in a different way, then we've changed the entire game is what you're saying. Yeah, and also these things matter a lot when it comes to um, sales and deal making because there's a lot of um, power dynamics going on in B2B it's deals. Like only power dynamics, I would say, in a certain sense. Not only, but um, but it's, it's a big factor. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a lot of people will kind of uh, try to avoid speaking about it or 
or are not going to feel comfortable speaking about it, but it's there. Uh huh. Uh huh. So we are there to. So essentially, we're a conflict analysis system. Um, <laughs> okay, I like that. That's interesting. That's maybe you just changed your whole your whole narrative then now, right? Yeah. You're not SSV. You're not nonverbal. You're a conflict analysis. Yeah. Um, so listen, why did you decide to go down this route entirely? Because it sounds to me, I mean, just from, you know, understanding your past ventures, that it's kind of a little outside, you know, your kind of your comfort zone, we can say. Sure, it's in sales and it's in deal making, which is something you know, but why go down into like a very intense, what almost seems like a very intense linguistic type of topic and even more so a very sociological, psychological type of uh, topic? It seems a little different than your past ventures. Yeah, it's very interdisciplinary. Uh, to be honest, it started as a mistake, uh, or maybe a coincidence. Uh, post the You Know Me acquisition by WeWork, uh, I found out that uh, there was a lot of chaos going on inside the the company that acquired us. And, okay. Uh, what type of chaos? Do you mean like power dynamics, kind of like what you're saying, or? Uh, things that have to do with the social hierarchies within an organization that is growing very quickly. Okay. Um, Chaos might be, uh, you know, t- too extreme okay. of a definition, but a lot of um, a lot of problems uh, when it comes to managing, you know, the, the teams and uh, organization as a whole. And the initial idea, but with Substrata, was I was thinking maybe this is an opportunity. Uh, maybe all these, you know, office politics is, is a huge opportunity when it comes to like maybe we can un- analyze interactions between employees. Uh-huh. Uh, and somehow find what is the real social structures, you know, behind them, um, and then we can rearrange, reorganize teams. Sure. Okay. So that was the initial kind of concept, but then you know, I bumped into a lot of uh, problems that kind of made me put that little idea in the drawer and okay. and save it for later. What type of problems? Like you just didn't feel like your idea was right, or or so a bunch. For for example, business problems. Okay, uh, this would be a hard hard sell. You know, you okay. want to sell right. a system that analyzes office politics. <laughs> so we are going to sell it to you. We're going to sell it to the VP HR. Right. That's the like, CEO. This, you know. That that would be the president of politics of the world. Right. Uh, okay. These people are wolves. Um, so all the people, all the people with high positions in large companies are politicians essentially. So they're not gonna want any tool that exposes their, you know, yeah, their uh, repertoire, their arsenal of how they handle people. Okay. And there were more problems. Some of them were technical, okay. technological. To be in honest. what sense? Like uh, to understand what really is going on between employees, there's a lot, a lot of semantics mm-hmm. because you have to understand what's the context. Sure. And the context, it's uh, the speech community that understands that type of context is very small. So it's uh-huh. really hard to penetrate into it and find out what's the real meaning of things uh, in such small speech communities. Uh-huh. And the third one was, uh, you know, privacy, compliance, or just visibility. Right. Right. Organizations don't want to be known as, as uh, uh, to be tracking their employees' conversations. So too many problems. Okay. But that led the way to like a little pivot. Okay, how about we use this in sales? Okay. And then like a huge door opened up. So you mean you basically, you took it from like internal office, office politics, politics analysis to analyzing uh, interactions between uh, sales executives and prospects. That's a very interesting pivot to make basically. It's also in a sense, while it's connected, it's kind of, they're very two you know, disparate elements in a sense. You know, and yeah. it's not like exactly the same. How how was that pivot in your mind? I mean, it sounds pretty drastic. 
it sounds drastic, but then it also sound it also felt as if I was doing the right thing because I do have a lot of experience in sales tech and B2B SaaS and and everything has to do with deal making and sales in general. Uh, so in a way, it felt like okay, boom, bingo, that's where we should do it. Uh, so it was like an aha moment for you, exactly. Okay. In seller buy communication, um, there's more pragmatics than semantics because mm-hmm. it's it's more the conversation is more about the silences, uh-huh. okay, and the response times, right. and all those nonverbal aspects, right. And in, within a team, there's less pragmatics. There's more semantics. Uh-huh. It's more about what things mean in the context of the, the historic relationship. Exactly, yeah, the sure. history of the conversation, the okay. history of the relationship, and everything. Just you know. Uh, it was a big aha moment, just like you mentioned. That's awesome. So you have this aha moment and you say, okay, this is where I want to take Substrata and this is where I'm going. Now, what were the, some of the trends that you started noticing in the world of sales and deal making negotiations that really made you understand how to take Substrata forward? Well, I think we've been seeing a, a shift from kind of focusing on quality uh, to what focus. Do you mean? To focusing on sorry from focusing on quantity to focusing uh, on quality okay um, CRMs are old news okay same goes with when it comes to um, uh, cadence tools like you know uh, uh, all the all this method of spraying and praying okay know? it lost uh, I, I don't think it was ever good but I think it's even worse today and today there's a new generation of tools that fo- that is focused on really understanding uh, uh, interactions more deeply okay. and really analyzing things to the core. Okay. Gong and Chorus started it with their conversation intelligence platforms. Right. And then today we have Walnut, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are going deeper when it comes to how to present a demo mm-hmm. and how to analyze what's going on sure. during the demo. Um, and today we see that shift, and I think we're part of that shift of not just, for example, analyzing conversations, mm-hmm. uh, the syntax mm-hmm. part of them, sure. face value, but also understanding the dynamics, the human dynamics behind them. But it almost sounds from what you're saying too, if I can just like interject, it's like sounds like almost when people are just looking at the surface level that they're missing like something entirely. I mean, that's what you're almost saying because like this whole idea of I send an email to you and you say, oh, well, uh, you know, he used uh, thank you instead of uh, thanks, you know, is like something totally kind of almost like not relevant. But when you look at the whole whole picture the whole world right the three layers then there's a lot more to understand there exactly that's a problem with uh nowadays uh, conversation intelligence platform they seem to to they have the right vision in terms of you know um transitioning uh, transforming the art of sales into science but the way they go about it i think is wrong from the core because they only focus on the syntax mm. they only transcribe uh, the audio to to words to language right so how can you capture somebody who's you know sarcastic right or cynical right or just lying right or happy even or funny or trying or to make happy a joke or funny or trying to please somebody else right or, or patronizing these things matter these are the power dynamics that can make or break a deal right and when two people confront each other because they're new to each other and they're trying to assess you know each other's perceived competence or perceived authority, right. these things are cardinal. These things are super important. And the, the nowadays conversation intelligence tools can't capture this. 
Wow. This is why we exist. Interesting. We Interesting. go deeper. Yeah, well, you guys are, in a sense, going much deeper and trying to almost give that other layer that, that they're missing, from what yeah. I understand. The funny thing is we go deeper, but the stuff that we capture are actually more, um, more simple, more human, more... Um, uh, Authentic, maybe? Animalistic. Animalistic. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. the actual hierarchies. I mean, really, it's, it's, it's a real thing. We live in a certain animal world, if you will. And, like, there is someone at top. There's the alpha. And there are people who are, who are under him. And, and we need to know how to interact, you know. It, it's true. But um, in today's world, uh, it's much more complicated because you have so many layers uh, and so many uh, reference points. Mm-hmm. So the point is that the seller wants to convey authority, but he doesn't want to overpower the buyer necessarily. Right. He wants him to want to buy. Right. Yeah. So he or she needs to convey the right type of authority in the right field of uh, reference or the right field of expertise. Uh So it's kind of more more complex. Yeah, no, it's interesting, especially with the people that you're talking about, Mm because we're not talking about the pushy salesman of the secondhand car dealer type of thing. We're talking about people who are dealing with major deals and business and B2B situations. I think B2B salespeople can, can be pushy salespeople if, uh, if they're getting the, the wrong instructions or mm-hmm. the wrong guidance. Right. Or they believe in the wrong heuristics, the wrong rules. Uh, I think the whole field of B2B sales is, <clears throat> is ill um, because of, of, of decades of, of uh, bad education. Okay. I mean, that's real. That's a real thing. I think in many ways you guys are, uh, in a sense, trying to renovate or re- re- renovate remediate you know this whole solution now the thing i want to kind of ask you about is where are you guys right now in the whole process because this whole thing sounds amazing right you know it sounds like a great tool that can be used for just about i mean really anyone in the b2b sales space where are you guys like do you have a working product are people already using it yeah we have a working product and we have a few hundreds of clients already nice uh big companies uh small companies we serve primarily um CEOs slash entrepreneurs slash founders, okay. uh, as well as salespeople, uh, AEs, uh, VP sales, CROs, sure. Sure. but also other types of deal makers. For okay. example, we have a bunch of M&A teams Interesting. that are okay. using us. We have venture capital firms that use us. So, for deal flow, like they're ma- managing their kind of like their deal flow using you guys? I don't know what for, but I think it's for handling their LPs, their own okay. investors. Got you. Same goes with investment bankers, um, corp dev people, uh, partnerships, whoever deals with high stake, complicated B2B transactions and have ego inside. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, ghosting, uh, all these things. Yeah, all the games. Okay. Yeah. Now, where have you been able to use Substrata? Do you find that it also helps? You in your own day to day. I'm gonna use? keep it to myself. Yeah, <laughs> we'll keep it. We'll leave that to but you. But I'm using it all the time. Yeah, and yeah. do you find that? It, I mean, like you know, I know this is gonna sound ridiculous, kind of a question. Do you find that it really helps you? I find it very helpful because sometimes you know, um, even me when I'm very aware of these things, mostly uh-huh. uh, sometimes I'm I'm caught in a kind of in a bubble of uh, distorted reality. Okay. And when I click the analyze button. And I see, oh shit! Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm kissing this guy's ass right now. Why am I doing it? <laughs> yeah. And then I, I, I stop and say, okay, yes, I actually am. 
and I need I need to get a cup of coffee and rethink this whole situation. Right, going to walk. Or so something. this really helps me sometimes. Yeah. God, okay, well that's interesting. It's also cool that you can also kind of be objective like that and kind of say like, okay, yeah, like I made a tool for me in a sense, and it works for me and it helps me uh, too. I made a tool that is so much better than me, and of course it's more scalable than I can ever be. But of course it surpasses my own abilities, right. knowledge. Um, I don't even. Uh, uh, define myself as an expert in that field but mm -hmm. i brought in a lot of experts mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in nonverbal communication and social signal processing uh, is that how you feel like you also were able to really kind of develop it because I, you know that kind of goes back to the earlier question about you know you, you it kind of like you went from like sales right and all that world and kind of maybe you know database development and stuff like that to suddenly you know linguistics is a very we had to because sales well, it sounds superficial. It sounds superficial because the association to it is superficial, but this is a very complex interaction that has a conflict in it. So if you really want to solve something for real, you have to go deep. You have to understand what's this, you know, one versus the other kind of kind of interaction sure. that we call sales, what it's made out of. Right. What are the atoms? What are the components? Right. Um, so I had to. But yeah, we, we brought in, we have six professors on the advisory. Uh, really helped us define the problems and and are they all like build. psychological people or linguistic people some or? are mathematicians uh some are people that deal with uh social sciences uh -huh. especially when it comes to social hierarchies and all the dynamics okay. there nonverbal communication uh and we have uh two experts that deal specifically with email analytics email oh, really? interactions and one in audio interactions wow that's really specific. Very interesting. So now, so you guys not only do email analysis, but you guys also do audio interaction? So our first product, the live product, is an email product. Okay. It's called Substrata Q. It helps you analyze the power dynamics in a, in a thread or a conversation that has multiple threads. Okay. All this back and forth, ping pong right. kind of thing. Uh, so we don't, don't, don't just analyze the, the, the text in it. We okay. analyze, you know, even if you do a uppercase, lowercase kind of thing, uh -huh. or you omit a period or a comma uh -huh. where you should not do that. Uh, so we, we pick up on these things. The same goes with relative length or response times. Okay. All these metadata, all these nonverbal cues in email, right? Uh, the way we call it. Right, or like starting so, with a high versus high, ori versus high, no high. Hey, yeah. is that who you loop into the conversation? Uh -huh. Is that person subordinate to you? Is that your superior? Uh -huh. uh, all these things really matter. Okay. Um, uh, who is sending the invite? Right. Okay. Uh, when do when do the other person respond to that invite? Wow. Okay. What does it mean? I feel like this is all things no one thinks about. You know what I mean? I think everybody think everybody are thinking about this, but uh, not very. They're not fully aware. Uh, they're uh -huh. processing it somehow. Um, because we just have that ability, just as social creatures, in a sense. Or for us, it's something that we do like this. Right. You know. Uh huh. In a snap. Uh, but very, very frequently we have the wrong impression or we do the wrong thing. Why? Mostly because when we are in an a priori position of feeling inferior uh -huh. in a situation, our radar is off. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. When we are in need, we are off. We don't see things clearly. Because we are trying to get to the goal. Exactly. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, you know, that sentence, you know, fake it till you make it. Right. It's really hard because you have to um, not want, you know, you have to not be needy. Right. And to put yourself in such a situation is not very easy, not of very course. common. 
So we kind of help you understand what you're doing right. so that you don't convey that level of neediness that will you know, repel the other party. Sure. So that was the email product. We also have an audio product. It's okay. not ready yet, but it's in advanced stages. It's going to be rolled out soon. Cool. Uh, the audio product analyzes tone. Uh-huh. So like if I'm talking with you and I'm being sarcastic and fun and exciting and, and uh, happy... Versus if I'm being cynical or... Sar- or So we analyze the tone okay. and we more speak in terms of who has the upper hand. Uh-huh. Uh, what's the sentiment? Okay. Or does it put you across a selling zone? You know, uh, you know, and the path towards your goal. Or is it kind of pushing you against it and are you not making the goal? Exactly. Uh-huh. Are you moving farther away from the goal or towards the goal? And, do you, and is the idea to literally have it so that like a person is on the call, let's say, with you or whoever it is right and they are talking and it says hey hey, you know like you need you're using too many ums or likes or bingo you know uh you're sounding a little too (laughs) kiss-assy as you said earlier is that basically what it's going to look like that's exactly how it already looks like okay Uh, it works in real time wow it's like uh it's a floating window that basically tells you okay um this is what you should do because this is how you're being perceived right now oh wow and do you and have you tested it? It works and everything. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And is it like a pretty? I mean, is it pretty close in terms of its like you know like accuracy and precision? Yeah. It's it's pretty accurate. Uh, we have more work to do, of course. We also filed a patent in the U.S. Awesome. So it's already filed. Um, I guess next would be just uh, you know to add it to the product to the product. We might even go to body language. We're not sure it's necessary because. Um, so like a video call type of situation, if you see someone on video call and they're like moving around. Yeah, or, facial expressions, uh-huh. uh, hand gestures. Sure. Uh, Not looking at you, you know. Exactly. Uh, listen to gaze ratio, for right. example. Uh-huh. Uh, the thing is that it, we discovered that if you analyze one nonverbal uh, channel very well, it kind of captures the other – it kind of captures everything. Got you. Because okay. the nonverbal aspects are pretty much in sync – when there's a, a, a lack of sync, usually it's between the verbal and the nonverbal. So in a sense, you're kind of you take one, and that's the barometer for all of it. If you or take the right one, yeah. Okay. And tone is very indicative. Okay, interesting. Now we're gonna move slightly topics here from the actual SSP world and 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 the nonverbal world, and I want to talk a little bit about the actual building of Substrata. So you know, you come up with this idea, and you know, I imagine you worked on it for a while by yourself with your team, with your with your founding team in a sense, trying to get it to a good level. But then you obviously went to the world of investors and tried to get investors to also support you. How was that initial contact with investors trying to get them to understand this thing that actually could theoretically help them? That's a... That's a or help you uh, manipulate them. Right, yeah. exactly. Or help you even get them to invest that's, in Substrata. That's a very good question. So... Um, I did not expect um, what I went through. And initially, I guess, uh, I would say roughly 50% of the people I talked to uh, didn't get what I was saying. Like at all? They just like straight up like like blank no, faces type uh, of thing? I think uh, a lot of people kind of deny some things that they wanna, don't, don't want to talk about. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so maybe they recognize it deeply inside, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, didn't they, just get they, didn't, they, they weren't biting. They didn't get it. Okay. Seems like they okay. So how does it different from gone? I don't get it. What do you mean? Um, and the second half got it, but I think although they didn't tell that to me explicitly, uh-huh. they didn't really think we can pull it off. Okay. 
So they basically, so you have one side who says this is a load of BS, and then the other one who says I don't get it. I don't get it, and you're and you're basically you're not going to get yeah. it anywhere. So with the getting it thing, I think we improved. We explained it better. Uh huh. Um, but because uh, you know we didn't do body language, people think that nonverbal is only body language. Uh-huh. I think that was the the main deficit in our explanation. Okay. Uh, and nonverbal channels are go way past body language. It includes uh, proxemics, for uh-huh. example, um, how people are arranged in space, you know, and what it means from a social perspective. Sure. It includes haptics, which is how we touch each other, how you give somebody a pat on the back, how you shake somebody's hands. Right. Um, it includes, you know, the stuff that you know about, facial expressions, sure. but also combinations between different types of uh, um, uh, nonverbal uh, aspects. It includes uh, tone. Uh-huh. I use your pitch. I use uh-huh. your volume. I use your, use your speech rate. It includes interactions, right. like uh, how, how many times you interrupt somebody else. Okay. And whether you're successful. Uh, at, at, at doing at, it. At, at doing that. Yeah, right. Or okay. somebody uh, shuts you up. It's like giving somebody a... Uh, 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 a I, yellow card almost, you know, and like yeah. soccer, kind of like don't 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 talk no more. Yeah, but I think that we we managed to to, to improve in that um, aspect of explaining what we do, and we just pushed forward and did it. So today, things are easier. And do you have now active investors who are behind you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and they and they obviously clearly believe in you. The yeah, of course. And did you use Substrata on them? <laughs> or can we not talk about it? I use Substrata on everybody, but um, it's not as revealing or embarrassing as people are, are may think it helps you in the process it mostly helps you to assess yourself okay it's not about we're not um, judges of character uh-huh. we're not going to tell you know you uh, this guy is XYZ right partly because we don't believe that this is the right way to go right we don't I always, we always laugh at it. we don't believe in personality okay okay because you think we think that you can be personality X when you're, you talk to, to mom. Right. And personality Y when you talk to an investor. Right. And then personality Z when you talk to uh, when a, you shitty, a shitty employee. Yeah, okay, there you go. Okay? Right. Okay. Who are you? Right. Jordan? Right. So you're all of them. Uh-huh. So we don't care about who you are as a person. We right. care about the interaction, how you behave right now. Because that's what's important. Because this is the first interaction with a buyer or an investor and how you present yourself. This right. impression management is what it's important. What, what's important. Right. Uh, so we focus on that. So yeah, I, I've, I've been using um, using Substrata with every interaction I'm making, except for internal communication with employees. Because when you use Substrata to analyzing uh, to analyze existing relationships, it's not as accurate because you have a lot of semantics. Right. You have a lot more, of context. So it's right. mostly effective when you interact when you interact with new people. Interesting. So it's kind of much more for that kind of like initial, like in a sense, sales call yeah. when you're making the first outreach or you're making the first investor uh, kind of outreach exactly. type of thing. Can also be good for interacting with uh, you know HR HR outreach or on the other end mm-hmm. when somebody wants to talk to a company he wants to be uh, wants to get hired. Right. Uh, and um, yeah. But initial interactions. And are you seeing this possibly at one point go down to more of a personal level, like to kind of get out of the the B2B side and the negotiator side and stuff and to actually go down to say like to the point where it's in my Gmail in a sense, you know, and I can do it with anyone I send it to? I, I, I used to say that I am, but today I, I see the depth I, and 
and you know the 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 huge market that we have is just helping sales and deal makers and i don't think you know maybe if we're really big and we have enough bandwidth to develop new products maybe we'll we're going to expand to hr but right now you know product market fit we have to go straight to the target help people sell help people close deals quickly that's what we do. So let's hope that IPO gets there so you can get it to the consumers, right? Yeah. You know. Um, so we're getting towards the end of the podcast. And I always like to end the podcast with a special kind of note from someone like yourself to kind of give other entrepreneurs out there a piece of advice, you know, in terms of their journey. And you obviously very successful serial entrepreneur. Not only that, but you, you really took, in a sense, this novel idea. You moved away from, in a sense, your comfort zone. And we're still able to develop a whole new product bring it up, even with investors not believing you, not agreeing with you, whatever. Uh, what's your you know, kind of advice for people like you know, other entrepreneurs out there like yourself, maybe starting a venture, maybe looking to start a venture, maybe in the middle of one, um, about kind of you know, your, you know, what's, what's your piece of advice to them? Well, I never define myself as somebody who gives advice or somebody that's good at giving advice. Um, I, I can maybe tell you what I've learned. Uh, first of all, if, if you look at my specific journey, I didn't make my life easier by choosing, you know, such a, a field that's we're too innovative uh, to uh, uh, for business in a way, or th- that's how we started. You know, uh, if I wanted to make a you know more speedy path to success, I would probably may do something more similar to Gong with just one little thing that's different. Okay. I went the hard way. I don't think it was smart from a business perspective. Sure. Uh, but I, we we hanged on, uh-huh. you know, and we plowed it the, our way towards that goal, and eventually we're now in a wonderful position. Um, and maybe the only advice that I can give, given my what I did, is uh, keep at it. Um, if you believe in this, if it's if it intrigues you, if it's something that you think is really gonna change everything uh, or change enough things <laughs> uh, keep at it I mean don't don't, don't quit if you quit you th- this is where you lose this is where you you're out well then you're done yeah awesome Ori thank you so much for coming on the show this was really interesting discussion on the whole world of nonverbal communication deal making and of course just like the whole building of Substrata so thank you so much for coming on wishing you guys a lot of luck welcome thank you